You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. I am your host, Joel Crump, and I'm excited to share what's been going on on Broadway. This week, we have so much Broadway news, my review for The Great Gatsby at Paper Mill Playhouse, a new segment, and interviews with Eva Noblezada, Alyssa Fox, and Josh Rhodes. So without further ado, let's get on to this week's episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. Broadway Buzz! This week we have some very exhilarating Broadway buzz, especially casting, and what's coming up on Broadway. But to start off, let's talk about Jaja's African hair braiding. Jaja's African hair braiding on Broadway will be live streaming its final week of performances from November 14th to the 19th, live from New York City. Produced in partnership with the League of Livestream Theater, the streams will be available via lolst.org. You won't want to miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see such an exceptional play from your living room. I love this show and I know you will too, so get your tickets to the live stream! A couple of weeks ago, we talked about a rumor about who might be playing Sweeney Todd and Mrs. Lovett next on Broadway. And it's true! Tony Award winner Aaron Tveit and two-time Tony Award winner Sutton Foster will join the Broadway revival of Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, succeeding original stars Josh Groban and Annalee Ashford. Tveit and Foster will step in as Sweeney Todd and Mrs. Lovett for a 12-week limited run beginning February 9th, 2024. We've seen these iconic performers recently on Broadway and Moulin Rouge and The Music Man, and now they will step into these roles of a lifetime. This may be wild, but we have another original musical coming to Broadway this season. Lempica will come to Broadway's Longacre Theater this season with performances starting March 19th, 2024, ahead of its April 14th opening night. Eden Espinoza will star in the title role with Tony Award winner Rachel Chavkin at helm as director. The work follows the true story of Polish painter Tamara de Lempica. This young aristocrat turned artist flees with her husband from the turmoil of the Russian Revolution for exile in Paris. To give you an idea of the amount of new musicals we have this year, I'm going to list them off to you right now. We have Harmony, How to Dance in Ohio, Days of Wine and Roses, The Notebook, Water for Elephants, The Outsiders, Lempica, The Heart of Rock and Roll, Suffs, Here Lies Love, and Back to the Future. This season is packed with new musicals, so I'll be excited to see what Tony's season is like this June. The new musical The Outsiders initial casting has been announced. Originating these iconic roles on Broadway will be Brody Grant as Ponyboy, Brent Comer as Daryl, and Jason Schmidt as Soda Pop, who will all make their Broadway debut. Sky Lakota Lynch from Jervin Hansen will return to Broadway in the role of Johnny. All four actors were seen in the La Jolla Playhouse premiere earlier this year. The Outsiders is set in 1967 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as Ponyboy Curtis, Johnny Cade, and their chosen family of Outsiders are in a fight for survival and quest for purpose in a world that may never accept them. This is just one of the exciting exciting musicals coming to Broadway this season. One of my favorite events every year is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and this year it was announced that Anne Juliet, 
Back to the Future, How to Dance in Ohio, Shucked, and Spamalot will perform in the annual event. The parade is one of the reasons I fell in love with Broadway. Being able to watch performances from my favorite shows on the parade is a highlight of my Thanksgiving every year. I remember watching Spongebob the Musical in 2017 on the parade and thinking whatever this is, I love it. And six years later, here we are. So get geared up for performances from some of the best shows on the parade. This week's Broadway Review. I recently saw The Great Gatsby at Paper Mill Playhouse in Millburn, New Jersey, and the party was roaring on. From the moment the show began to the end, you were immersed in the land of Gatsby. When thinking about the iconic novel and film, you think about an over-the-top party host with all sorts of madness surrounding him, and that's what you get translated onto the stage. In this production of The Great Gatsby, the story is taken out of the perspective of Nick Carraway, and is simply told as any story which allows you to learn more about each character and truly see what happens when Nick isn't around. Jeremy Jordan, who plays Gatsby, is absolutely fantastic in this role. Jeremy has played a ton of superstar roles, and this is one of his best. We've all seen him sing his face off throughout his career, and this is one of the best times I've seen him perform so far. Evo Nobuzada, who plays Daisy, delicately plays a sweet, relatable Daisy. She struggles with love, and from the moment she graces the stage, she heals you with her velvety voice. She is so, so, so sophisticated in the role. If you know, you know. Noah Ricketts plays Nick Carraway and shines in this role. He goes through a journey throughout the show, starting as the poor cousin to Daisy and ending as a man who knows how to venture through the journey that is life. No surprise, Noah kills it with his acting and vocal performance in the show. Samantha Polly as Jordan Baker is a performance you will not forget. Sam can sing, and I mean sing. She also plays Jordan so fiercely and is not afraid to speak her mind, which is brilliant, especially since the story takes place in the 1920s. I obviously cannot forget the stellar choreography by Dominic Kelly. This choreography is some of the best that I've seen on stage, and Dom is definitely redesigning dance on Broadway with his moves. Although this production is currently sold out, I've heard tickets pop up here and there, so make sure you join any list so you can get tickets to this beyond exciting show at Paper Mill Playhouse. Now it's time for a new segment, Broadway Behind the Curtain. Broadway Behind the Curtain. There are so many people behind the scenes that make every show amazing. So today I'm talking about stage manager and Tony Award winner, Beverly Jenkins. She has worked on shows like The Piano Lesson, Town, A Bronx Tale, Holler If You Hear Me, Godspell, Shrek the Musical, In the Heights, Grease, The Lion King, Miss Saigon, and more. In 2020, she won the Tony Honor for Excellence in Theater for her marvelous work for the past 30 plus years. She most recently was the production stage manager for the revival of Bob Fosse's Dancin'. The stage manager makes sure that the show can run every night, even if that means having actors do split tracks, bringing in actors that wouldn't usually play the part, and making sure everything is jiving backstage. Thank you, Beverly, for your fantastic work and all you do for the theater. It's time for some interviews. Since I'm still in a Gatsby mood, let's start off with Tony nominee, Eva Novozada. Eva is playing Daisy in the show, and after interviewing her and seeing her live in the show, she is now one of my favorite Broadway actresses. So here is my chat with Eva Noblezada. 
Hey you guys, I'm here with Eva Novozada and you are in The Great Gatsby at Paper Mill Playhouse. To start off, tell me who you're playing in this show and what it's been like originating this character for the stage. I'm playing Jay Gatsby. I'm just kidding. I'm playing Daisy <laughs> Buchanan and it's been thrilling. It's And it keeps getting more thrilling. I don't know how much more thrilling it can get. Yeah, I mean, we just got a sneak peek at what you're doing in the show and you sound amazing at 10.30 this morning. I hope that's what people think because it is early. It's early. Ooh. What has it been like singing this new score and doing all this new material. It's felt, this has been the most incredible theater um, experience of my life, to be honest with you. I've never been so, um, I've never been in a room where the creatives are so collaborative. The foundation of respect um, is so grand and it makes everybody want to bring their A game. Yeah. And I was, I've been telling everybody that it makes it feel like we're all limitless, like there's nothing we can't do, which is the perfect attitude to have for The Great Gatsby. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've done so much special theater. What is making this production unique and special from everything else you've done? I've never done, other than Les Mis, which was sung through, this just feels like such a classic American like piece. Yeah. But also, there, it's more than just where it's set. It feels like we're bringing so much from the universe and from what we've learned as a society. I mean, the first lyric that we sing in the show is, I don't know about you, but I am done with Spanish flu. <laughs> and after coming out of the pandemic, I think everyone wanted, we needed that release. We needed that abandonment of what traumatizes in the yeah. pandemic and just the joy of being alive and being healthy and being able to do theater. Yes, I mean, what would you do with Jay Gatsby's huge fortune, and what would your character do with that huge fortune? Invest, buy my fa all my family's a house. Yeah, many houses. I would buy the land that my family lived in the Philippines and make sure they had a mansion there. Yeah. I would take care of my family, yeah. because if I knew that I would still be able to do what I did in my life, I'd be like, take care of family first, just live your life. I'd also probably steal a lot of like cool vintage things from Great Gatsby. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean. And just eat as much as possible. But, okay, but what are you eating? That's that's the question. Pasta, steak. I don't know if they had French fries back then, but they should. That'd be dumb if they didn't. You're gonna create them. Yeah. And be the inventor of French fries. Hello. Thank you so much, Eva. Eva is just the best. She has done so many shows, and I can tell this is just the beginning for her long career on Broadway. My next guest is the 20th anniversary Elphaba on Broadway, Alyssa Fox. Our chat is so fun, and I'm thrilled for her to have this experience on Broadway. I also bring you another questions in character with my chat with Elphaba, aka Alyssa Joy Fox. Hey you guys, I'm with Alyssa Fox. You are the 20th anniversary Alphabet on Broadway. Just tell me, how does it feel? How are you feeling tonight? I feel so wonderful. I think it's such a relief, yeah. such a release even, yes. to have an incredible audience like the one we experienced yesterday and today was unlike anything I've ever, ever experienced on stage. Yeah, to be doing this show for so many former Elphabas and Adina Menzel herself, how did that feel for you? What, how did you cope with this, with this feeling? I think a lot of it was intimidating. And, and I think I kind of had to reach a point where I was like, I cannot think about who is in the audience. Yeah. I need to think about, I'm doing this for younger me, and I'm doing it for my grandmother who has passed, and I'm doing it for 20 years of Wicked the Musical, yeah. and how much that means to me. And so it didn't matter who was in the audience, I was going to give the show that I was going to give. And it was so very special. That's so beautiful. What advice did you give yourself 20 years ago? I have to know. Ooh. Yeah. I would say, 
keep trying, keep going. And I hope that I have made that younger Alyssa proud. Yeah, I mean, to step into this role where Alphabet gets discriminated against and really struggles and copes with stuff that happens in our world, what has it been like for you and finding the truth in the story? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I identify with the character of Alphabet very much, and through her, I've grown as a person. And so uh, just being able to play her every night yeah. has been such a growth moment for me as a human being and as an actor. Yeah. And it's really, I've come out, I've, I've never been the same since I first began to play her. I love it, Alyssa. All right, so I did this thing, it's called Questions in Character. So I'm going to interview you as Alphaba. Uh oh, I got to get And this is, this is right before Oz's ballroom. So you're, so you're not, you don't love Linda yet. You're kind of like in this like weird stage of like, what what's going on, okay? All right. Hey, you guys, I'm here with Alphaba. This is, we're here at Chiz University. I mean, I'm kind of going on the limb interviewing you here. I might, I might get in trouble for this, but I just want to know, how's your first week at Chiz been for you? Well, I'm trying to keep my hope alive, but a lot of people around me are making that very difficult. And I'm going to try to keep going and do what I know is right. And if anyone doesn't like it, they can peace out. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you so you much. So what a fun interview chatting with the Alphaba. Go see her in Wicked on Broadway. You won't want to miss her stellar performance. My last interview today is with the director and choreographer of Spamalot on Broadway, Josh Rhodes. Spamalot began previews this week, and I'm already hearing fantastic things about the survival. Josh directed and choreographed in DC at the Kennedy Center and is bringing more theater magic to the stage. So here's my chat with Josh Rhodes. Hey you guys, I'm here with Josh Rose, and you're the director and choreographer of Spamalot on Broadway. It was at the Kennedy Center and now you're bringing it to Broadway. Tell me how excited are you to bring Spamalot back to Broadway? I'm stupidly excited. Uh, I never knew when we did it at the Kennedy Center, when we put it up, that this sort of a gift would be given to us. And here we are, ushering in Spamalot to a new generation. Uh, I, I couldn't be more thrilled and proud of the product. And uh, I'm excited for the 31st when we finally get people into the St. James to see it. Yeah, I mean, Spamla is such a goofy, fun show, and you are able to do a lot of fun work with it. Tell me, what has been your favorite part of creating this show that is meant to be goofy and meant to be funny on stage? Uh, working with the actors to create exactly what you just said. You know, the material is so well written, but what inspires me is this cast. They're so wonderful, and, and so to honor them, it's sort of fun to find unique moments that are just theirs so that we can make this revival for them, yeah. So that I really, I really want the audience to walk away going, "Wow, that cast is." I've never seen comedians and singers and dancers do that. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope to do that, and that's what inspires me in the room. Yeah. I mean, you know, spam a lot. It's usually called cam a lot, but we have the spam. I want to know what are your opinions on spam? Do are, are you a fan of spam? What are your thoughts on spam? Well, you know, my family lives in Rochester, Minnesota. And my sister does, and she went to the Spam Museum. Mm -hmm. and Wait, there's a, there's a Spam Museum? Oh, yeah. And Spamalot, the musical, has a whole section in it. And so I got, as a gift, a bunch of Spam and some socks that say Spam. I mean, yeah. that's all you need in life. My dad, yeah. actually, he's a fan of Spam, which I think is really, which is really weird, right? But he 
has a spam spatula, a spam apron, and I'll, I'll walk downstairs into the living room and I see him with this spam merch on and I'm like, why? Why? I don't know. It's a thing. It's, I don't really know, but apparently my sister said it tastes good with eggs. Hey, maybe, you know, Hawaiians really love it. Yeah. So, yeah. clearly they know how to spam it up. And hope. <laughs> Yeah. Right. The last thing I want to know is if you could play any character in this show, which character would it be? And I mean, which character do you think you would have the most fun with? Mm, I think Lancelot. Yeah. He plays all those different roles. And I love of putting on a funny mustache and a new accent. I mean, right. wouldn't that be fun? Of course it would be fun. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank it's you. a pleasure to meet you. Can you believe that we have musicals about spam on Broadway? From shows about corn to shows about spam, this is why Broadway is so magical. I want to give a huge shout out to all the Broadway publicists and press firms. On Monday, it was National Publicist Day, so I have to give a huge thank you to DKC O&M, Polk & Co, Banyo Brian Brown, Slate PR, Grapevine PR, The Press Room, Matt Ross PR, and the press team at Lincoln Center Theater. I wouldn't be able to produce so much theater magic without you all, and each and every one of you make my dreams come true. If you haven't seen on the Broadway Time Instagram yet, the winner of the Sweeney Todd tickets is Melissa Sider. Congrats! We have so many entries for the Kristen Chenoweth autographed merch giveaway, and the final day to enter is tomorrow. Stay tuned for a special Thanksgiving giveaway coming later this month. That's a wrap on this week's episode of the Lippy Dose of Joel. I will see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.